0: Welcome to Dramas with the Side of Kimchi, fangirl party every drama fan wants to join. Grab your kimchi and face mask, and let's chat Asian dramas. I'm Kay Muse.
1: I'm Drama Geek.
2: I'm K Drama Jen. And I'm Keri the Don't forget that we have a Patreon page. We have a monthly episode we re- release exclusively for our Patreon supporters. It's a great place to chat with us about recent dramas and what we're watching. The link is in our show notes.
1: Today we are going to talk about all of the Chinese dramas that we are keeping current on. So if you are in the mood for a Chinese drama, we've got a variety of different genres. There is definitely one here for you to check out.
0: I don't know if I'd say keeping current. <laughs> <laughs> these are going to be maybe like first impressions because I didn't keep up with them. Right. So I'm okay. just warning you now. It, some of these will be first impressions. Some we've watched a lot of episodes. Some we've watched maybe like seven episodes. One we watched one episode. So <laughs> Some
1: we watched two. Yeah. So
0: So just yeah. so you know, these these aren't. We've watched them all. We're up with the seven episodes a week. No. You know, (laughs) these are all just like a taste of what's out there. So you guys can go check them out yourself if they
2: sound interesting. That sounds good. Now, I have to admit, the first drama we're talking about, which is called Go Ahead, Drama Geek and I have talked about this extensively. In fact, there is a future podcast that is solely about Go Ahead because we loved
1: it that much. I think it's going to be a past podcast by the time this one comes out. (laughs) Whatever. There's a
2: solo podcast about Go Ahead. Check it out. Anyway, so the quick synopsis of this drama is there are two single dads who have between them three children to raise, and it's basically a found family. And it has very much a slice of life feel, kind of like Reply 1988, And it just follows the kids from when they're tiny through to adulthood and how they navigate their relationships with each other and with their terrible, terrible mothers and with their spectacular fathers.
1: Now, it does not have a 1980, the the reply series type humor. Not that it doesn't have humor in it. It is pretty funny, but it's just not the same humor. But that slice of life, like... Family, you know, you're going, you're seeing them at dinner time, and that's an important part of the different daily aspect of it, and and just the family focus. Like, yes, there's relationships, but the family is very focused in on on it. And we liked it enough that we binged it in two weeks, and we did a podcast. So if that gives you any indication of how much we liked it, mm-hmm. wow, it wasn't like it was. And and like, 40 okay so it's 40 episodes on Vicky I guess when it aired it was 46 but the way that they've chopped it up and put it on Vicky it's 40 episodes but so yeah we watched 40 episodes in 2 weeks and then podcast last week I weekend. feel
0: like we left are left out here <laughs> hey <laughs> i it's not like we didn't try to get people to
1: watch it with us cuz we were posting as we watched but yeah mm hmm
0: No, I agree. I agree. The only reason I did not start this is I knew you guys said it was super addictive. And I had to prepare for this podcast because there are so many Chinese dramas out right Mm -hmm. now. Like so many. It's insane. And so I was like, well, I want to give as many suggestions as possible. So I'm going to like start mass watching a bunch of stuff. And so I just didn't start this one because I know it's one that would suck me in. So
1: yeah, so, can you tell me, is it modern day? Is it historical? It's modern, modern day. day. Yeah. They, I mean, they're, uh, it does start out when they're younger. So, like, you kind of meet the kids when they're like, I don't know, seven and nine. Mm-hmm. And I think it's in 1999. Yeah. When they're, they're little. Yeah. So, they're little then, and they, the, and the mothers either abandon them, die, or whatever. And so, they end up with these two dads raising these three kids, and it kind of, has them for a little while when they're younger Then it time jumps to when they're starting high school or when she's starting high school. And she proudly announces mm-hmm. that she started her period. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then it goes on to later on, like they have another time jump to when they're older and they're it, it profession, they have their professions and they're adults. And that's when they kind of reconnect and then the romance and stuff starts. So, mm-hmm. Wow. But the this dad sounds good. runs a noodle shop. And if we had, we have to tell K Muse, he does fall in the category of like sexy dad people or whatever. <laughs> I
0: love sexy dad.
1: If yes. Only. If only he could. And he could. If They only do. Only he was they, also a cereal. <laughs> no,
2: no, no. no. no, no,
1: no. <laughs> Noodle Chef Dad is not a serial killer. He's actually one of the best dads I have ever seen. Like he, he's the kind of person that he just kind of adopts people and like because one of the kids isn't either of their either of the dad's children. The younger boy is not anybody related to either of them, and they take him in and raise him. And they it's. They have a platonic relationship, but it's so funny because he'll like the cop dad gets off work and he goes and he takes his shoes off at their house and he eats dinner with them. And, you know, they talk, they talk through, they co-parent, they talk through the different things that the kids are going through and they kind of co-parent through most of the drama. There's not any women in their lives or anything. And it's, it's, it's a very different dynamic and it was a very enjoyable watch.
2: Mm-hmm. If I could give a trophy for the best dad in drama land, I would give it to noodle shop dad. Yeah. He's just, he's spectacular. He is all heart and he is, he's the heart of this drama. And just, I, there are no words how much I love him. In fact, I went, cause I was telling one of my teenage girls, I was telling her about how the daughter probably announces that she's now a woman at the breakfast table. we were both just laughing laughing about it and so we went into an immediate rewatch and we're we're struggling to binge it just because my kids have lives you know they've got school and homework (laughs) and stuff (laughs) but it's already holding up on the rewatch and like the foreshadowing is really well done it's subtle but it's there and i'm just it's a spectacular drama Everybody needs I, to watch it.
0: I think <laughs> this sounds like a good drama that I might want to watch during the holidays. Yeah. I just want something uplifting.
2: I agree. And so
0: I think I'm going to save it for the holiday season. Yep. So
3: I'm definitely on board. You guys have totally convinced me. This sounds really good. Oh,
1: good. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, this is the next drama, is one that I've only watched two episodes, and I watched them like last night and then this morning. But it is one that I will keep watching. It's Maiden Holmes. And the synopsis, if I can remember right, it's the prince kind of gets his military power. He's not like the on the throne prince, he's a different prince. But he gets his military power taken away. He goes undercover. He has to like investigate some of the. Um things going on. there's supposed to be like supernatural things going on, and he's got to investigate and of course he runs in to the un- nobody knows she's a girl, I'm pretty sure um, except for everybody should probably know she's a girl. but she- I watched the first two episodes. they're very fun. they have a really great chemistry, so you've got the home the the girl who's supposed to be the maiden Holmes and then the prince, and then you've got um the. Robin Hood team who is the muscle guy who is just somebody who decided he was going to go out into the world and help people and his, the girl that helps him out, which I think she might be Robin Hood and and he's the muscle man or something in the <laughs> fair, but you've got the smart ones and then the not so smart ones and they're actually really fun to watch. And um, the fight scenes I love when a couple ends up fighting together and, and, you know, all of the different intricate, like holding hands and kicking and, you know, throwing them around and jumping off of each other and all that kind of stuff. I really like watching that. And they do a bunch of that in the first two episodes. And then there's definitely the uh, underlying romantic tension. Like, I don't know where these people learn how to do CPR. There's never a question of your sexuality when you're doing CPR, but like (laughs) they fell into the lake and there was CPR involved and, and, and he... He was definitely like, "Ooh, why? Why do we feel that way?" But so there's there's that aspect of it. But I found it a very fun uh, first two episodes, and I am gonna keep watching and seeing where it goes. Although I'm notorious for watching about twenty episodes of historical drama Chinese dramas and then not watching the rest. But we'll see.
0: <laughs> My mom's actually watching this one, so. I probably will start it at some point because my mom and sister are watching it and they talk about it. Mm-hmm. So it's on my to watch list. But as we know, it is extensively ro- long right now. So <laughs> <laughs> it, at some point, this will get watched. Yeah. Some point.
1: No, she. I was going to say, she is smart, but she also has some kind of like heightened sense of uh, her eyesight. Like they show that she can see, like Holmes where his deductive skills are so in tune that you almost think that it's a superpower. Like she can see when stuff is not right. And then he can't see, but he has, he can smell. So like the dog and cat of the you know detective <laughs> world or something. Sniffer. <laughs> well, he, yeah, cause his eyes were, were damaged in battle. So then now he can smell really well. It starts out with him smelling the girl's perfume in the the house where he's supposed to be flirting with the girls and drinking and all that kind of stuff, which of course he's Mm -hmm. undercover, but yeah, he has a heightened sense of smell and then she can see and, and they, they, that
0: sounds fun.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that sounds fun. I think I want to try this too.
1: And it's a, it's a historical, correct? It is. The, the two main guys are very, one, they're very pretty, very, very attractive. And I definitely think that there's some, some ab scenes in our future for them so yeah (laughs) definitely especially the muscle guy he's he already started trying to take his shirt off he was trying to do it in a way of like he was going to take his clothes off and like give them to the girl he was rescuing because he thought she was cold but that's not exactly (laughs) she didn't you (laughs) know I
0: feel like I should shout show me the
1: nippies
3: (laughs) (laughs) but so what I like is that the maknae asked if this was his historical and she's like Yes, they they will take their clothes off. Um, <laughs> well, I mean,
1: they've got manes of glory. They're very attractive. They are. But yeah,
0: it's probably not historically accurate.
1: No, <laughs> I'm <But> sure it, <laughs> it does <laughs> take place oh, sixth cold.
3: century Chi Qi, Qi dynasty. Yes,
1: asleep, so
3: yeah, okay.
1: But yeah, she's like true. a detective. She's she works for the uh, government agency or whatever. So she's she's actually. The detective, I guess, in it, and then he's just mm. undercover, whatever.
2: Okay, and it looks like she's actually the main lead from My Unicorn Girl, is that correct?
1: Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, mm. she does look familiar. i only watched like one or two episodes of that one, too. Gosh, she plays, she's like supposed to be a guy in both of the dramas that she's, <laughs> that are airing right <laughs> now. I would she say that in either it. of them that she's probably not the best, although definitely better in Maiden Homes than in the other She's oh, she's very, she, other than the way that they always put makeup on the girls differently, even when they're supposed to be undercover boys, um, she's, she's doing a pretty good job. Okay. But yeah, not
2: I, I, I'm kind of interested, but not totally convinced. So I'll wait and, and listen to you guys and see how it ends and then we'll go from there.
3: Next up is love and redemption. This was one that K Muse convinced me to watch. Um, and so I was like, all right, I'll watch it. And then it's so cracktastic that I just couldn't stop. Um it was on ask uh, me now. Yeah. It's yeah. on YouTube. And it is this kind of a, it's a fantasy, so um it starts out the god of war basically had this battle against a demon uh, thousands of years ago. And both of them kind of like fell from the heavens and disappeared from the world. And so they were kind of reborn. And so the girl, uh, Xuanji, was born lacking her six senses. And so it kind of makes her a little bit like... She, I don't know, bumbling in many ways because she's she, odd. she's very odd, and she can't, she doesn't really have real emotions either. Like she can't access her, her true feelings, and so she ends up though meeting um, Sifang, who is uh, the head disciple of liji Palace, and the two of them kind of fall for each other, and of course you learn that that both of them have these deep secrets, but the two of them together are just heartbreakingly beautiful. Like she, she tries, she can't really access her, her own emotions. So she's, she, she has feelings, but she can't identify them. And so she doesn't understand that her feelings for him are different than her feelings for, the, the her sister, her or, sister or her sister's uh, I guess a future boyfriend. lover or yeah, exactly. Um, and so there's like it's but he starts out very stoic. He's part of this palace where they have to wear masks. They're not supposed to associate with women or outsiders. and he ends up falling for her. He loses his mask. Well, she takes it he his injured, she takes it off. So you see him fall for her and he was very stoic and noble and just over time, he just kind of melts and and you you watch this happen, but you also watch the heartbreak because he just wants her to feel the same way. And anyway, she clearly has some hidden secrets. He clearly has some hidden secrets from the past. Some of those things come out. Um. There's some good fight scenes. There's some good, just, I don't know. They have really good chemistry. I love them. I just love them as a couple. So anyway, this drama, totally cracktastic. Totally bingeable.
0: This couple makes me swoon so oh. hard. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's so hard to stop watching this show. I had to force myself. I think I got 25 episodes in two days. That's how obsessed I was. I was like not sleeping. I wasn't doing any of my stuff for the podcast or the blog. I was so obsessed with watching this show and it was so worth it. And I had to eventually stop because I had so much to do in real life. Just everything about this just spoke to me and I really want to hunt down the, I'm assuming it was based on the book and I really kind of want to hunt down the book and read the book because it's just an epic romance.
3: I'm looking to see if
0: I was looking up to see
3: if the book um, was listed, but I'm not seeing it. Oh, man. (laughs) It seems like they're all based. Oh, oh, yeah. Wait. The Glass Maiden. Mm. Okay, And it's if anyone has seen um, Ashes of Love, it's very it's similar to that. It feel it's got a similar feel.
0: But I think this couple is better. And I think their backstory is better.
3: Agreed. So good. So good.
1: Um, I, I, I will know see. What <laughs>
0: drama say, because <laughs> I tried to get them to watch and it was a no go. So it's mm. just you and me, Jen.
1: No, I, me think I think I tried to watch. No, I don't think I've tried to start I this one at all. I don't think you tried this so one at all. It could no. be one that maybe some day down the road. But I just, I have a lot like looking when I was naming off how many things I'm watching right now, when you include, cause when I listed them off, you asked just for the K dramas. And so I listed those off and I'm like, Oh my gosh, that doesn't even include the Chinese dramas, and I started a couple just so I could be able to comment on more than one or two, and I, I again, I liked Maiden Homes or whatever enough where I really do think that I'm going to keep up with that one, and then I know that Dating in the Kitchen, which is coming later, we'll talk about that later, is one I'm going to keep watching because we're recapping it, so it's like, yeah, no, I, I don't think I'll be adding any other ones to my list at the moment, but you guys well, can tried- feel free to send things, you know.
2: all the more for (laughs) us well and it drives me nuts too because your passion comes through and so I get excited and then I go start the drama I'm like wait this is not my genre yeah (laughs) so I feel bad because I just I don't have the same same attachment and connection to the dramas but yeah so I know from experience that I'll enjoy hearing you talk about it but I myself will not be watching
1: and again feel
2: free to send fantasy
0: like Lucia mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. that's our jam.
2: Yeah. yeah. And for whatever reason, and I've tried, I mean, I have tried so many. The only one I was able to get through was Legend of Fuyao. So,
0: and I totally get that because I'm that way with your Chinese drama passion, the <laughs> high school romance. Mm-hmm. So,
2: okay. Yeah.
1: Talking about. <laughs> See, and I can handle some of each. Cause like, what what is the one that we're waiting for season two joy of life or whatever? Oh, that yeah. was my jam. So I loved it. Oh, and Evernight. I loved Evernight, too. And then Legends of Fuyao. And so, I mean, there are some that I like. And then others, I'm just like, nope. So uh, I usually I have think, to try.
0: Someday, I think if you ever have a chance, I think you would like this one. Because it is a very strong story. And both of the characters are really strong well-written characters,
2: okay. you know. Stop stopping so. my language. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll keep it on the back burner. Let's put it oh, that way.
3: Well, you know, I know how we could we could just say, you know, it's sort of like, um. A fantasy Jane Austen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now you would be turning me away. Or,
3: or a fantasy Agatha Christie. <laughs> <laughs> <That's all weird.
0: laughs> Although no, I don't think painful. it's really either of those things. It is. <laughs> no. Yeah, for anyone who's listening, it's neither.
3: But I know that that's what um, we'll bring in kids. Or. Uh, carry the machete. Yeah. if we say it's like either
0: a fantasy foo-yao
1: <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute
3: foo-yao
2: was a fantasy,
0: fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> see exactly on point
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right i'll put it on my list but it's not on any of my short lists let's mm. put it that way all right so next up is my unicorn girl and this is it's kind of got the 12th night vibes with we've got a girl who really really wants to go to a winter sports college to follow in her mother's footsteps since she goes and she tries out for the figure skating program but she also has this side hobby of dressing up like a boy and playing hockey which works out well for her when she accidentally falls on a guy and kisses him and thus reverses her fortunes and can't get into the college as a figure skater but somehow makes it onto the men's hockey team so anyway and so talking about fantasy uh, <laughs> well and at the same time this female lead so she plays a boy and like she looks super cute in her short wig but that's the thing she looks super cute like she can't give up the mascara she doesn't give up the lipstick and yet somehow everyone believes that she's a boy although the, the main guy does figure it out pretty darn fast he does thank goodness because otherwise yeah. it'd be so awkward anyway and so I haven't finished the drama but it's just you know and it's like, I like it. It's a fluffy story and it's cute. It's just the repetitiveness of getting them to accidentally kiss each other or <laughs> get into these awkward situations where, oh, no, her gender might be revealed. And I was, I started watching Go Ahead when I was in the middle of Unicorn Girl and I just haven't gone back. But it, if you're looking for light and fluffy and cute, this definitely fits the bill.
1: And see, for me, I've realized for the last several months, like it has to be the right kind of light and fluffy for me to stick with something. I don't know. There's just like I need character depth. I need story depth. And so a lot of times like I'll start some of these and then I'll be like, nope, I just I just it doesn't pull me in. So like go ahead. It was also I think I watched two or three episodes of the unicorn girl. And then I started watching go ahead and I think I wasn't feeling well. And I ended up watching like 10 episodes really fast of that one. <laughs> and so I was like, I have no brain capacity to go back and watch the unicorn girl, but I'll get to see the female lead in maiden home. So that's good. Cause she's cute. I actually think she, I really like her, but so, yeah, I just can't do fluff unless it's done in a certain way right now, so.
0: So I think I got about halfway through, and it's enjoyable. It's just, as you said, there's not a lot of depth necessarily to the story, and I don't really like modern romance at school stories as much as some of the rest of the fangirls. I'm definitely more of the historical angst and swoony, swoony moments than the sweet high school or college romance and so i i would probably keep this on my watching list for a while to see if i ever am like sick or just want something super fluffy then i would definitely go back to this but i'm not sure i'll finish it i know miata mama did finish it and Mm -hmm. she really enjoyed the show so it does stay consistent to the end and miata mama just really enjoyed it and so I definitely think if this is your jam, then go for it.
3: Yeah, for me, I have to be in the right mood for it. Um, I do like high school. I especially like high school, like musical romances. And I know this isn't one of those. But, but some of the Chinese ones are just feel almost too shallow for me. So I just have to be in the right mood.
1: So apparently fluffing and shallow for me works if there is a ton, (laughs) a ton of food being displayed on the screen that makes me want to like lock myself in a hotel room and just keep ordering and making the chef girl down below cook for seven to eight hours to feed me because good Lord, dating in the kitchen has so much food on the screen. It's not super deep. But whatever depth there is, it's all filled with potatoes and steak and finger licking fried rice, and (laughs) like it's just so good. And you're hungry every time you finish watching it. We're actually doing a positive recap on this one on the blog, Um, and I think K Muse is the one that said she was watching it first or something. I don't know, but I just after the first episode, there's some potential like secondhand embarrassment, but they do it in a way that he's the one that's embarrassed. So it's not as bad for some reason. I don't know. CEOs looking like ridiculous is is probably not as bad as the other one, but yeah, there's the couple has like, even from the very first episode, just the way that they interact, they have really good chemistry. They have a pretty decent size age difference, but they, um, have really good chemistry. I I like the female lead. She's like this sassy, sweet spark. I don't know. She's just, I really like watching her cook and get the best of him because, you know, Hey, if you've got somebody by the taste buds, then you've got a lot of power.
2: (laughs) Yeah, They're never letting go. (laughs) Yeah. And she's also, she's a little bit spastic. So I worry about her from time to time, just is she going to give herself a concussion, but she's dodged it so far. Yeah. But yeah, it is. I mean, the food is just, it's shot so gloriously. It's one of those things that I have to make sure that I've eaten beforehand because otherwise I'm going to pig out afterwards Mm -hmm. because the food looks so good. And I think we've we've already talked about it. we're gonna chase down that fried rice recipe because it looks it looks amazing and she does
1: go through it I don't know if it's an accurate recipe or not but like <laughs> she does say what it is I think it's an episode like two or something like that
2: but yeah and it's just it's fun and see here's the thing like they get up to shenanigans too like when she gets drunk and crosses the balconies to get mm-hmm. into his room mm-hmm. but the way it's shown and delivered there's a certain amount of there's less slapstick and more depth to it. There's still, there's definitely a lot of comedy involved, but it's just, it's a different sort of humor than you find in things like my unicorn girl. And so it makes it easier to stick with because uh, as I've talked about before, I have a lot of secondhand embarrassment. And so I haven't found myself fast forwarding through this one quite as much just because they're more believable situations and they handle them better.
0: I would classify that. They have charming shenanigans. Yeah, is a little believable. (laughs) Bubbles. (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah, it's very unbelievable. But they have moments like there's one thing where her light goes out and he wants to like charm her. So he gets her like a 10 lamp chandelier that he puts out. And she's like, what kind of rich world do you live in? Do you think I could pay for that much electricity? You know, so it's just cute little bantery and it's cute and sweet and it's not any mean heartedness at all. And they're just full sweet people and they're just dorks and I love them. So I haven't even started this, um, but
3: I'm always up for a food drama and lighthearted bantering and cuteness. So that'll go on my That'll go on my list?
0: I think this okay. should be on your short list. I think you'd like this one a lot. All right. I'll add it to my short list if I have a short list.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so,
3: so I started watching one called Eris. It is It actually was uh, on one of my Cambodian friends' Facebook pages. And so I was like, hmm, what's this drama? And it was, she had just a short Clip of the video. Um, it's a gender bender drama. So basically, the general had two children. The boy was killed, and the little girl survived. They were twins, and so rather than announcing that the boy had been killed, they just had her become him, and said that the little girl had been killed. And so, so she is coming as a he to the capital. As the general's heir, um, and is going to attend, like the to become a scholar kind of thing. She has to get an education, but the general has said to be very careful because between the second prince and the fifth prince, the, the emperor is going to be deciding who it will be the crown prince, and they're going to both probably vie to to get the, their favor of the general. And so the general has said, don't show favoritism, just stay out of it. Um, So she's trying to kind of present herself as this super playboy, kind of like, you know, um, 'er ne'er-do-well kind of person who's very frivolous. And clearly has some background in martial arts, but we haven't seen that yet because... You've seen a couple of things where she's used it to dodge this or that and then make it look like she's, you know, just tripping or whatever it is. But so it's a gender bender. She's dressed up like her brother and uh, she goes to this. It's actually very similar to Sun K'in scandal in the sense Mm -hmm. that, you know, she's at this uh, kind of like a Sun K'in Kwan kind of place, but the Chinese Mm -hmm. version. And she, of course, runs into the prime minister's son, who at first seems to have it out for her. And so, of course, the fifth prince is also there, and he kind of takes her under his wing, and he ends up questioning himself because he's having feelings for this boy. And then he discovers that it's a girl, and so on and so forth. So very similar to Synchronicon Scandal, if you know the K-drama, except the leads are just adorable he's very swoony and she does an amazing job i would say there's just something about her look as that is very believable she kind of reminds me of kim min jay a k-drama star Um, (laughs) there's something about her that reminds me of him and When you see her transform from boy to girl, like, it's just, it was really amazing to me to see just a a change of her, I don't know, mannerisms, maybe the makeup, I'm not sure. But you can see the difference. And so not like some where you're like, wait, why did they think that she's a boy? (laughs) Um, This has been, yeah. Anyway, so I started it kind of on a whim, I think, last night. Uh, And I think I'm on episode nine, no, ten or (laughs) eleven. I don't know. I binged it.
0: (laughs) In true Gen fashion, in true drama Gen fashion, yeah. So this is actually on my short list of shows that I do want to watch. Once again, my mom and sister are watching it, and I've been meaning to take a look. I know it's on YouTube, and I think it's on one of the Chinese streaming sites. I'm not sure which one but I'm pretty sure I saw it at one of them. And so I plan on watching this one. It looks fun.
1: This is actually, you've you've laid it out enough to where I'm like, hmm, I need to check out the first couple episodes and see what I think. Cause I, (laughs) (coughs) I loved the K, the S scandal. I loved that one. Um, Back when it first, when I first watched it and that, definitely i mean i'm also watching made and made in holmes but hey i it, that's only two episodes in if i watch the other one and it's much better <laughs> not that I, <laughs> not that i have to choose between the two but my list is really long right now so but i and so you said that was on um youtube
3: i'm watching on youtube yeah. okay all right and, and, and it's aeris is
1: is yeah. the title on youtube okay
0: Okay, and the one that I just started this, I guess it was a week and a half ago now, because this is the second week of it airing over on vicky is Oh, My Sweet Liar. And I'm really enjoying that one. It's about a girl who is a she's like an artist that makes books for the streets about gossip and stuff. And she draws pictures that could be embarrassing for the upper class, you know, kind of a scandal kind of book. And that's how she makes her living. And she ends up having to sneak into the house of the local high Lord. And she's supposed to be drawing a, a photo or drawing a picture of some secret uh, information. And so she's in here and she gets caught by the main guy. And. She tries to escape by making him pass out, so he passes out, and then she accidentally smells her own pass out drops, and passes out with them on bed on the bed. And he's going to have her flogged, and she screams, "I'm pregnant!" And so she has to pretend to be pregnant to, you know, keep up this ruse because they're threatening to kill off her family and stuff if she doesn't get this picture. And he's all just kind of like, seriously, we slept together? Are you sure? And he brings a doctor in who happens to be one of her childhood friends. So he, like, supports her claim that she's oh knocked my up.
2: Gosh.
0: Oh. And then his parents are trying to force him into this marriage. And so he pulls her out and he's like, I can't get married to someone else. I got her pregnant. I'm in love. And so <laughs> it's this whole big hoopla of When did that start? Hygiene. I'm like – it started two weeks ago. You didn't like the girl's voice that okay, much. Okay, said it was annoying. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> but it's really no. Cute. I think
1: I just saw the preview. No, I don't know. Now I'm trying to, because the, you're the way that you're just explaining that. I'm like, I know. I just watched something recently where she claimed she was pregnant. You,
0: you and might then, have seen the trailer. <laughs>
1: okay, you might have mm-hmm. saw
0: the trailer for it. I did share the trailer. Oh yeah, and the
1: trailer, and it was just that one part where I was like, it just her voice sounded like. Uh, she was really whiny. So I didn't know. I said I would have to well, watch some of it, but
0: there's like one or two times where she is like, don't kill me. Think of the baby where it's a little <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> That's funny. so it's quite cute. It's, it's, it's fun. It's just very, I can watch it and it doesn't take a lot of like focus. And it's easy to keep up. I think they do four episodes a week. And so it's just really easy and I've really enjoyed it. And I have been able to keep up with it weekly. So that's a fun one.
3: That sounds really fun. Um, and it's a historical, right?
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. It, is a historical.
3: it sounds fun. I think I might have to add that to my list again.
0: And there are <laughs> nippies. I see his nippies at least twice. So
2: all the important things <laughs>
0: oh and she's like she's like is obsessed with making money so she like while he's passed out she starts drawing his picture of him nude from, <laughs> so she can go sell it out on the street <laughs> and she's running around with nude photos of him and his brother and she, he's just like are you serious <laughs> you know so anyway but they have like you know, a leaf covering his nether regions. (laughs) So you don't see the whole thing, but... (laughs) It's cute. Yeah, it's it's cute. It's just really sweet and cute. And yeah, it's not some deep, swoony romance, but it's really fun and they're cute. Uh,
2: I did watch that trailer and... It is. It just does look very silly and fun, and but it's still a historical thing,
0: so. <laughs> Well, just
2: pretend
0: that he's a CEO and she's the girl that accidentally was trying to take his photo naked.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and they're just cosplaying, right?
0: <laughs> Use your imagination. It's, it's like going to what is it called? Like where they try to do the Renaissance fairs. Same mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Just pretend right, it's a
2: okay all right so the next drama we're going to talk about it's definitely a first impression because I only watched the first episode but it's called First Romance and it's one of those high school to college dramas that Kim used to convince that I love she's not wrong but (laughs) I am
0: not wrong
2: you eat those up like candy (laughs) I do but again I do get I am I'm a dichotomy I, I like them but they have to have somewhat of a story and let me tell you first romance that first episode did not impress me. It was really choppy. And you did you do get a sense of their past and their present. It actually starts with them as freshmen in college and there's some secret in the past where he was saved by some boy f- from being bullied and then it shoots to present day and it might be her or it might be someone else that looks like her but maybe it was a boy, you know, it's just they're trying too hard to make it mysterious and it's to the point where the story is just getting really convoluted. And she is an athlete and he is a musician. And so in the first episode, they're in apparently the sports and the arts ended up in the same college somehow, (laughs) which stretches the imagination right there. (laughs) But then, so they're instead of their military training, because something's wrong with the field, they have to go and do this, this field day and do like three-legged races and other very sporty stuff. And so, she and the male lead are paired together for this, this three-legged race, and he trips and falls. He's obviously in pain while he's running, and so she picks him up, throws him over her shoulder, and finishes the race that way, <laughs> and so it's just it's very corny and convoluted, and maybe there's a story there, and if I give it the full four, I would be intrigued, but right now, I have enough on my drama plate that I'm like, this this could wait. That's okay with me.
0: I actually agree with you here. Um, I was hoping this one would be cute because visually they really go together really well Mm -hmm. and just visually they, they click, but the story was so all over the place and I didn't understand why she was confessing in the beginning or why she threw her shoe at that. I don't know. It was very confusing. It
2: was. And
0: it, the story just jumped around a lot and you're not quite sure what's going on. Like in the teaser, it looked a lot more cut and dried. Like she confesses now, but she didn't realize that he tried to confess to her like back when they were younger and Mm -hmm. she was unaware. She was too oblivious to his confessions because they were like these elaborate, you know, here's a playlist or, you know, all this stuff that she just didn't get. Yeah, But the story was none of that. It was just all over the place, and I just didn't enjoy it. I watched one episode as well, and it's not going to stay on my list.
2: Yeah, me either. Not unless I get absolutely bored. And honestly, we have so many new dramas coming out. I don't see that happening. Yeah.
1: So here is a drama in my long streak of dramas that I started, liked, and haven't finished for the historicals, but The Song of Glory but it's one that is definitely not dropped. I The main couple, they're so swoony. And I got right to the point where like they're like together together. And I don't know what happened of why I didn't keep watching. But it's just one of those where it's like I probably just, you know, this crazy life that we're living right now, something happened, and I just didn't have time to watch it or whatever. But this drama is one of those where... <laughs> She is out for revenge, and she's with this group of people. She's out for revenge, and she's going to um infiltrate the palace and she's gonna kill Prince Peng Chang, and they do this elaborate se- you know f- sequence where she's you know an assassin. She gets in there and she tries to kill him, and it was actually very hot the way that they did it, with in and out of like between sheets and swords, and I don't know. It was very cool. But then she does not succeed thankfully because the prince is actually our leading guy and but she meets him later on when he's undercover and then she he doesn't know who she is either and they form this relationship of helping each other and they have like i loved their i love their relationship as helping each other but she ends up going and find like her friend's bracelet d- signifies that she's the daughter of this household. So she ends up in the household and I love her relationship with uh all of the members of that family and how much she takes care of them after she kind of dupes them into thinking that she's their long-lost daughter. But she ends up being the um person that is going to marry the prince. So she he knows her as this other person of like Out there, trying to you know be a good person and you know right wrongs and trying to um, get the bad guy. This the bad guy is actually the worst part of the drama. He's I fast forward through his scenes sometimes, a lot of times. But um, (laughs) she, she tries. He knows her as that. He doesn't know that she's the daughter of this household. And so eventually, of course, they end up having to see each other. They find out who they really are. On their wedding night, and I think I'm a like, th- like five, four or five episodes past their wedding night or whatever. But, uh, very, very strong couple. Like even without finishing the drama, they are still going to end up in one of my favorites for the year. Um, even without seeing, you know, wh- how their story plays out, and I definitely will finish it. But they're so swoony, so swoony. And it's the girl from Joy of Life. But she's so different in this. Like, she is kick butt, take charge. I love her character in this.
0: This is also going to be one of my top OTPs of 2020. She Well, they just make the most perfect power pair. They do. And I can't get enough of watching them. They're just perfect. I think I have about 10 episodes left to go. Mm. So I'm, I'm getting there, slowly but surely. And it's definitely not dropped because I'm really enjoying this show.
3: This is one that I started, I think I'm maybe four or five episodes in. And then other things sort of occupied my time, so I didn't get back to it. But I do love them. I, I love her. I loved her in Joy of Life. And so, again, definitely not dropped, just temporarily on hold. um, But I will get back to it because I really, really was enjoying them. I love her as the kind of take charge, kick butt kind of assassin girl and um, really, really enjoying them.
2: I feel like you guys have tried to talk me into watching this one before.
1: Mm, I may have. I don't know. Maybe. I think I've given I, up I on trying was... to talk to you into any of these. <laughs> yeah,
0: between you and C L Kita, you hear like historical and it's like, get thee back, Satan. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm not totally that bad, but yeah, it's kind of like that. Mm. Even the nippies won't get C L Kita to watch a historical. Did
1: she watch <laughs> did she watch Legends of Fuyao with us? I don't think she did she? I don't know. I remember. don't think
0: she did. okay I don't I think she's hold out
1: yeah she just does not she's not like history stuff like it the dramas no no yeah. no wow <laughs> so, and
0: the final show that we have to talk about is Renaissance sans Renaissance. Renaissance. is that actually Renaissance hmm okay Renaissance sorry it looks yeah, weird Renaissance written out to me for some <laughs> reason <laughs> Anything. It's called Renaissance, and I watched two episodes of it. Uh, The premise is that this empress was pregnant and married to supposedly a good guy, but he turns out to be an evil psychopath. And she's losing her baby because someone drugged her, probably a concubine. And for some reason, her spirit switches with her sister's spirit, and now she's in the body of her sister. And so she runs to try to figure out who would poison and kill her baby while the sister stays in her body in a coma. And so her evil husband's trying to kill her and one of his brothers, who's a competitor, and there's amnesia and fighting. And it was just, I didn't like the characters. I don't really like the story. So I'm skipping it.
3: So yeah, that's gonna be a pass for me. <laughs> Although I do need, I do need to say I clearly remember CL Keita being part of our Legend of Fuyao okay. Chatty Recap. Okay. So, so, so I'm okay. certain she watch that with us. Yes, so. I just don't, you know, because if you remember, there were abs, um, <laughs> yeah. and I remember her talking about mm-hmm. them. So um, anyway, I just couldn't let that go because. <laughs> you know there is but as far as renaissance i can let that go (laughs)
1: well and i
0: think it would have been a good story if they had had stronger actresses neither of the actresses was very engaging Mm
2: -hmm. and
0: then i think even the director he wasn't quite sure if he wanted quirky because once the girl gets amnesia she gets to be kind of quirky Or if he wanted a hard-hitting, evil emperor, take him down revenge kind of thing. Mm. And so I feel that there's just a lot of conflicting issues with that and just not good enough actors to pull it off. So it's it's a skip for me.
2: Okay. And I'm trying to look it up on my drama list, and it's not coming up.
0: It's on Vicky. Well, and that's why I'm not sure if it's Renaissance, because I'm not— sure if that's how you spell it but that's how it was spelled on vicky okay. so i don't know
2: yeah. maybe it is <laughs> if it's so skippable are we really worried about it
0: <laughs> no it's not that big a deal
1: they have it r-e-n-a-s-c-e-n-c renaissance yeah yeah that's what they have on there. So I think that because that's definitely not I, Renaissance. So that's something else no. that there. <laughs> and I
0: think it, I think the thing auto-correct for me. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So,
1: <laughs> yes. Anywho. Anywho. So thanks for joining us for this episode. Feel free to send us your thoughts and feelings about the podcast. If there is a specific actor or theme you would like us to discuss, then let us know.
2: We love blogging about Asian dramas, but behind the scenes, we have so much more to say and we want to share it with you. And talking is so much faster than typing.